sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I like tacos. Mañana viernes, ma sábado y domingo estaré atendiendo.
Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Black Shirt Radio. My name is Jesse, and I'll be the host. I'll be your host on this sonic journey for the next uh, two hours or so. So this is actually my first uh, my first show for Electric Magnetic Radio, and I'm pretty excited about it, to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> I've been doing this uh, podcast for about, I don't know, about a year and a half, and um, have had a ton of fun doing it, and uh, extremely, extremely excited to, uh, to kind of join this family. From what I've heard so far, it sounds awesome, um, and really uh, want to give a big shout out to, uh, to Bill, uh, DJ Bill Tucky. Uh, for giving me this opportunity. So you're going to get to know me a little bit over the over the course of the next couple of shows um, this year. And then uh, obviously as we, uh, you know, roll into uh, 2022. God, can you believe that? I, I can't believe it's already, it's, wow. <clears throat> it's been a crazy year, but I'm definitely looking forward to um, to rolling into uh, into next year. So that was, uh, that first song there was uh, Harry Styles, a song called Sign of the Times uh, off his uh, debut album. So truth be told, not a real big One Direction fan at all. Um, Not a huge fan of this album. Uh, I'm more of a fan of his sophomore record, uh, Fine Line. I think that record was, uh, that album was fantastic. Uh, It did make it onto my top uh, 20 albums uh, of 2020. And I'll be rolling out my list uh, for this year here, I believe, next episode. Um, So kind of, you know, tell you guys a little bit about how I roll. Uh, It's primarily me. um, And then every once in a while, I do bring some guests on the show, uh, some other people um, that I'd met in the Instagram vinyl community. That's actually how I I found out about Electric Magnetic Radio, uh, DJ Trudy G, uh, who's on Monday nights at five or six o'clock. Uh, she actually hit me to this and I reached out to, uh, to Bill and, and here we are today, but it's primarily me. Uh, every once in a while, I do have some, some guests on the show. Um, this, uh, for tonight, this was actually a collaborative playlist, uh, between uh, a really good friend of mine and we kind of put together, we've kind of had a running playlist that we've been making, uh, for the last couple of years and, um, we decided to kind of pick some highlights uh, from our respective playlists and bring them back uh, kind of together into one playlist. It's morphed a bunch, which is a good thing and is as is want to happen uh, as we kind of, you know, put these playlists together. So I think what you're going to kind of see here on this one is a, it's going to be a story unfolding. Uh, I'm not going to really kind of tell you what it is. I'm going to I'm going to let you guys, you know, kind of draw your own conclusions. Um, You know, I I hate it when bands like when when singers, you know, kind of let you in on what the song was about because it kind of ruins it for you. Right. Like that's you have your own idea of of, you know, what you think a song is. And I'm going to let you guys, uh, you know, kind of form your own idea of what you think uh, this playlist is. Um, But we are going to go ahead and kick things off for this next round with one of my favorite bands. The Killers, this is When You Were Young. Watch 
They say the devil's water, it ain't so sweet. You don't have to drink right now, but you can dip your feet every once in a little while. here your friend brought me back here i'm glad he did can i buy you a drink oh i i i gotta change and i i've got paint in my hair and i'll wait for you um yeah okay sure yeah if, if you want to wait i'll come have a drink with you When the night 
I, you know what? I love that song. That is, um, that was Lord Huron off of, uh, their album, uh, strange tales. And I, you know, I gotta be honest with you. I was never really a huge Lord Huron fan. Um, but ever since this song appeared on, on this mix, uh, I've kind of dug back into their back catalog. Um, and I, for some reason, I don't, I thought they were maybe from like Portland or somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, but they're actually from Los Angeles. And, um, Man, they they just are absolutely. Um, I just love the harmonies on on it, and uh, you know that that track definitely. I don't know. I have a lot of a lot of feelings attached to that one. Um, I think you know one of the cool things about you know what we what I was talking about before, right? Where you are interpreting you know songs, um, you know, based off of you know, tying it to your own experiences. And, um, I definitely, I love where that song kind of takes me. Um, it's just a beautiful track. Um, so, you know, I've kind of talked a little bit about, you know, a little, I, gave, I, I don't know, maybe I haven't really talked a little bit about, uh, myself. So I'm actually, uh, coming to you live from lovely Frisco, Texas, right outside of Dallas. Uh, I'm a Californian, but I've, um, I've been here for 16 years and this podcast, uh, well, actually this show, which started out as a podcast, was kind of born out of, I don't want to say boredom. I think, um, so I, I have another podcast that I'm part of called Tacos and Turntables. And we are a pop culture uh, podcast, talk about movies, we talk about books. And kind of the twist on that show is we actually broadcast live uh, in different venues in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So restaurants, bars, um, we really love supporting local businesses. Anyway, long story short, my cohorts on that show got really tired of me saying, hey, let's do some more music episodes. They're like, why don't you just start your own, why don't you just start your own damn music podcast, Jesse? So I did. Uh, and it was perfect timing because it was a pandemic, right? So we were all kind of locked in our homes. Um, and I started... I started this kind of crazy radio show where I would just like play, you know, my favorite tracks, right? So as my bio on Electric Magnetic Radio's website uh, will tell you, it's, I listen to a ton of stuff, uh, new wave, hip hop, um, anything from the UK, I'm a huge fan of, Americana. So you're going to hear a lot of cool stuff on this show, um, like that song. And uh, the show kind of morphed over time. Um, to include some guests and include um, a lot of local artists, uh, you know, here in the Dallas area as well, uh, which is what um, you will be hearing. I got, I have one tonight that we're going to play and then kind of my hope in the new year is to get, you know, some of these people on the show, uh, do some interviews and do some, uh, you know, some, some influences, you know, what, what, uh, what other artists influence you know, these local bands here in the Dallas market, because there is a really, really vibrant scene uh, that is kind of coming together here. Um, so I'm going to play, let's see. Okay. Next track is by a band called Sixpence None the Richer. Now, 
these guys, a lot of people say, like, they'll tell me that's a one-hit wonder, right? They had that song, Kiss Me. Uh, they covered Crowded House, Don't Dream It's Over. Um, and aren't they, like, a Christian band? So the answer is yes to all of those uh, to all of those statements. Um, I don't typically listen to religion rock. Is that what it's called? Um, but I love this band. I actually saw them uh, open for... I want to say it was either Pete Yorn or Better Than Ezra uh, back in San Diego uh, in the in the early aughts um, at this amazing uh, venue called um, Canes in Mission Beach, uh, California. I'm not even sure if it's still around, but anyway, they uh, they came on stage and they were fantastic. And their lead singer, um, I just love her stuff. Now they're not together anymore. Um, her name is Lee Nash. She actually does a bunch of solo stuff, but this is a track I'm going to play you, uh, off of their album, Divine Discontent. And it's a song called Melody of You. I think they probably wrote it about God. I choose to think of it as, um, it's about a woman. So you can choose to uh, think of it however you want, but um, I definitely want to share this track with you guys. So this is Melody of You by Sixpence None the Richer. You're a painting with symbols deep, a symphony soft as it shifts from dark beneath a poem that flows caressing my skin and all of these things you reside 
So as a reminder, you're listening to Black Shirt Mixtape on Electromagnetic Radio. Uh, again, big thanks to uh, to DJ Bill Tucky for giving me a shot at uh, taking this uh, taking this show to the masses. Um, you know, this is uh, this is super fun. A little nervous at first, had a little technical glitch. Uh, you know, and did a couple of, of practice runs, but uh, you never know what's going to happen live. So I appreciate you guys hanging in there with me and I hope you're enjoying the show so far. So that was a nice little run there. So um, uh, that was a track called uh, Forgot to Tell You by Nina Person. So Nina Person is the lead singer of one of my favorite bands, The Cardigans. And um, if you have seen the cardigans live then you know how amazing they are if you're a fan of them then you know how deep their catalog is right a lot of people wanted to write them off uh after love fool came out which look that's a great song like if if you do nothing else but write a track called love fool and it has that kind of success uh you're doing pretty good um but they actually released uh, a string of really great albums um one of my favorites of theirs is called long gone before daylight if you, if you are um, looking for a band to really get into and kind of watch them spread their wings, um, going from one certain sound to a completely, um, a com- not a different sound, but a more stripped down organic sound, this is the band for you. I promise you won't be disappointed. And um, that was off of her uh, debut solo album called Animal Heart. So the, the majority of the record is, sounds just like that. It's fantastic. Uh, I really do love it. And before that um, was a track called Let's Be Still off of, uh, and I'm actually looking down and laughing because I'm wearing their t-shirt right now. That was the Head and the Heart out of Seattle. Um, I remember when I I first heard uh, the Head and the Heart, I absolutely fell in love with their debut record. And, you know, again, watching, a, if you want to watch a band kind of progress and, and progress in a really cool way, this is another band to kind of, you know, to keep your eyes on. Um, they started out on Sub Pop Records and put out two records for them. They jumped ship, uh, signed with Warner Brothers, um, put out my favorite record, Signs of Light. Um, and I do know that they are wrapping up, um, they may actually be done recording their their fifth record uh, they're starting to announce some shows. Uh, they just announced Red Rocks uh, in Colorado uh, for September of 2022. Um, if you're a fan of live music, you definitely have to go see them. I saw them play here two years ago uh, in Dallas at the Toyota Music Pavilion, and it was just, it was so good that the the there was, I, I was transfixed with this couple that were, were sitting in front of us, and the woman was just, had her arm, uh, you know, outstretched to the sky a lot of the show, kind of like she was in church. She was just, you know, it was the gospel. They were that good. Uh, absolutely amazing track. Um, I'm going to play a track. I actually just saw these guys too. So <clears throat> you're going to hear me talk about a lot of shows that I've seen. I don't, I don't, I'm not bragging at all. I've seen a lot of shows and I'm just, I, I want to share that with you guys. So I hope it doesn't come across as like douchey, um, but I do go see a lot of shows. Uh, that's kind of like, that, that's my therapy. Um, I was really sad during the pandemic. I remember the last show that I saw was February 25th of 2020, and it was a band called Metronomy out of the UK. And I did not see another show until, what did I see? Oh, Alanis Morissette. So laugh if you will, 
It was a great show. 25 years later, and she still got it. So uh, I've been... Um, I've been lucky to kind of, uh, we've had a lot of great bands swing through Dallas in the last, I don't know, two or three months. October, I saw a ton of shows. Two of my favorites um, were Idols. I'm a huge Idols fan. Uh, they played at this venue uh, called the Granada, and they melted everyone's face. I think I, I actually, I drove home from that show with no music on because my ears were ringing so bad. And I, I remember coming home and thinking, I, I'm pretty sure I lost another percentage of my hearing. It was that crazy. Um, and then I got to see Julian Baker play at the Granada, which to, to love Julian is to see her play live. I think her songs take on a whole new, they just kind of rocket you to somewhere else. Um, and I remember just like, I spent just as much time looking at the crowd as I did her just because it was such a communal experience and it was so amazing, uh, to see kind of how her songs come to life. Um, and you'll have to check. Uh, you'll have to check me out in two weeks, or check out Black Shirt Mixtape in two weeks to see if uh, if her album Little Oblivions makes it into my top ten. It's kind of skirting the top ten. I'm still reworking the list. Will it make top five? I don't know. Um, you can uh, so you can always um, find me. Um, on social media, my information should be on the electromagnetic.com website. Uh, but if you want to uh, search me out on Instagram, it's at hey underscore Jesse. And that's hey with five Y's. Um, so you can always kind of see what I'm listening to. Uh, you can check out vinyl albums that I'm uh, currently, I don't know, showcasing, if you will. Um but one album, uh, one band that I actually uh, just saw uh, about a little less than two months ago was Counting Crows. And they, they played here. And again, you know, I, I talked about Alanis uh, Morissette, you know, and the fact that she's actually, her voice sounds great all these years on. Adam Duritz, lead singer of Counting Crows. I don't know what he does. He obviously takes care of his voice. It sound, I mean, he walked on stage and people were like turning to each other like, holy shit. Like this, he sounds amazing. It literally sounds like the record. My favorite album of theirs is called This Desert Life. Um, and it it was a little bit of a departure from the previous record, Angel of the Silences. And I, I loved it. Uh, also partly because it was produced by David Lowry. Um, David Lowry is the lead singer of Cracker and Camper Van Beethoven. It had a little bit more of an experimental vibe. Um, and unfortunately, they didn't play this next track. Um, which is called I Wish I Was a Girl. But they played, I don't know, five or six other tracks from the record. It's actually, he was kind of letting the audience know that that was his rec uh, favorite record to play live. Um, so I Wish I Was a Girl, right? Kind of like, um, I always find it very interesting when a male or a female takes on the perspective of the other gender and tries to write about that. Uh, so one of my all-time favorite songs uh, is If I Was Your Girlfriend by Prince, right? Like, if I was your girlfriend, would you tell me all the things you couldn't tell me when I was your man? And um, <laughs> I, I love that this song also, I think he really uh, captures, I don't know, I feel like he kind of captures a, a, a bit of it. I mean, there's really no way for us to really know what goes on inside the mind of a woman. Um, but if it's anything like this track, then it sounds like it would be a, definitely a cool place to hang out. This is I Wish I Was a Girl. 
Counting Crows, you're listening to Black Shirt Mixtape live on Electromagnetic Radio.
shirt mixtape live on electromagnetic radio that was in excess obviously uh the late michael hutchins um from one of my favorite records of theirs listen like thieves i actually remember i uh, somebody gave that to me for my fifth grade birthday party they came in with the vinyl and uh i was like this is amazing and you know i i, I had a conversation with uh, actually with with the same person who i put this this playlist together we we chatted about who was the bigger loss and i know that some of you this so this is a, this is a polarizing it's a polarizing question but i don't think that there's an actual answer so who is the bigger loss right we were kind of talking about michael hutchins or kurt cobain you know lead singer of nirvana um and i feel like they they're equally they're equally huge losses right they both brought different they brought different things, uh, you know, to the to the music scene, right? So Kurt was was angsty and you know had a lot going on. It was a, a lot churning inside his inside his head uh, and inside his heart. Um, and then you had Michael Hutchins, who just brought the sexy, you know, just brought just brought the heat. So um, as cheesy as that sounds, I, I mean, I miss them both. Um, and that actually is, is just an amazing song. So that was this time off of Listen Like Thieves. Um, if you are so inclined, um, so obviously these shows are live. You're listening to us live on the radio. Uh, but we actually host these shows uh, on the, uh, the station's Mixcloud uh, page, which you can access from our website, which is em-radio.com. So if you want to go back and, and listen to the, the sweet sounds of my voice, you can as many times as you want. Um, so what do we have next? We have got uh, one of my favorite tracks from one of my favorite solo artists uh, by the name of Michael Penn. So I've played Michael on the show on Black Shirt Mixtape uh, quite a bit. Um, and I've played mostly from uh, his, his debut album, as well as his sophomore release, which um, I'm going to kind of focus on tonight, which is an album entitled Free For All. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Michael Penn is the brother of Sean Penn. Uh, he is married to Amy Mann, another equally prolific uh, singer-songwriter. Um, he had some success. Uh, he had actually a lot of success uh, with his debut record. I believe it was like 1989, 1990. A song called No Myth um, uh, from his album March debut album. I love that record, but I love his sophomore release more. And um, if you go back and listen to my earlier shows, uh, which are available um, on whatever streaming platform or the podcast platform that you listen to, you're going to find a trend that's going to continue with me well into the new year. And that is I love sophomore records more than the debut record particularly if they are a difficult sophomore record. Like I, I would love to write a book about albums that were quote unquote, you know, tagged by the media as a difficult record. Um, the more difficult, the more I like it. And, you know, uh, Michael Penn spent a while putting free for all together and it didn't achieve, you know, the same commercial success uh, that his debut did. However, I think it's got a better batch of songs. Um, I think that he, really worked on, I mean, he was so great at song structure already, um, but I think that he really did an amazing job of fleshing it out. I think he had been on the road for a while, so, you know, he was a little bit more, I don't know, worn in, is that the right word? Um, but I love his, I love his uh, sophomore record, and I'm going to play you guys a track 
called by the book. Um, sometimes when I, when I add songs to a playlist, like especially if there's a theme, the overarching message of the song may not fit short of a couple of lines, a couple of lyrics. And I think that that definitely was the case with this song. I don't know if this is a love song, but I think it's definitely, I think it's definitely about a difficult person and how they, and their inability um, to love the way the other person wants them to. Uh, and this is a track called by the book. Always been horse blind that could never see Past the two shades on the periphery I ask you for mercy and beg clemency Something I'm thinking is sticking with me You're all alone and I am not around I know that you think me as cold as the ground don't play a cardion, we disagree Something I'm feeling is sticking with me If this ain't by the book, then the book must be wrong Maybe it is what you hoped all along Now you didn't think I would go quietly Something about you is sticking with me This person I've been wasn't me, I surmise You know me too well, you'd see through a disguise Someone must have cloned a facsimile It bears repeating, sticking with me They're cutting the bull and they're drinking its blood Show me a patriot, show me a scud That's about all I can get from TV There's still this feeling sticking with me If this ain't by the book, then the book must be wrong Can't we sleep in? You can wake me at dawn Start us a regular royal dynasty As long as you are only sticking with me
to write this 4am letter A field to poppies, little pearls All the boys and all the girls Sweet tooth, each and every one a little scary I said your name I wore it like a badge of teenage film stars Hash bars, cherry mash, tinfoil tiaras Dreaming of Maria Callas Wherever she is
We have made it through the first hour plus of Black Shirt Mixtape live on Electromagnetic Radio. Only one mistake. Only one screw up at the beginning. So far, smooth sailing. I hope that you guys are enjoying the show uh, as much as I am. Although I am realizing uh, something, and I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen. I'm running out of... This playlist isn't long enough. However, 
I'm you guys are lucky that I actually have several backup playlists to to keep to keep this uh, keep the good times rolling. Um, okay, so lots to unpack here, right? <clears throat> we listened to "By the Book" uh, by Michael Penn off of his uh, sophomore record "Free for All," and then we sagged into "Ebo the Letter" by REM off of uh, 1996's "New Adventures in Hi-Fi." So I have a confession to make not my favorite rem album and i know i'm like super in the minority uh including like you know my pretty much my pillar of musical taste uh mr tom york of radiohead who considers that album plus the single electrolyte is you know one of the best singles that they've ever written um but I love that song. That actually has uh, um, the great Patti Smith uh, doing some vocals there. I, I love the record more now, and I'll tell you why. Um, so it was the last record with original drummer Bill Berry, right? So they had just come off um, the Monster Tour. And if you go back through, um, if you go back through anything written about REM during that time, you'll you'll uh, remember it was a rough tour. Uh, Bill Berry had like a massive aneurysm while he was playing on stage, um, I believe in Amsterdam or Switzerland, and uh, was rushing for surgery. Obviously, they had to take a break uh, to allow him to recuperate. Got back on the road, and then Michael Stipe had a hernia. It was just a whole bunch of stuff going on. So it was a, it was a tour that was fraught with a lot of um, a lot of challenges, um, but they they made it through it. And even though it's the last album with Bill on it, um, I, when I put it in perspective with that with that batch of information, batch of information, God, I sound like an analyst or something. When I when I when I take that 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 info and I kind of you know play the tape back. Um, I like the album more. It's still not my favorite. Um, it feels a little flat to me just because of the fact that it was recorded, um, not really in a lot of studios. A lot of the stuff was recorded in sound checks, you know? Um, so when you're sound checking, playing an arena, you're going to get a different sound than let's say, you know, an album like blood sugar, sex magic by the red hot chili peppers that was recorded in a house, right? I'm a big fan of albums recorded in houses. I love that. I think it's, uh, just the sounds that you get um, from the, con you know, from the house and the construction. I think it just, it's almost like an additional member of the band, if you will. Um, but I do love that record now. They just released, I think it was like, the, yeah, they, re they released a box set. That's correct. I'm sorry. I'm looking up information here. They re-released the, the album for, um, for its anniversary with a bunch of extra tracks, a big vinyl box set. I'm contemplating getting it. I don't know. I, I feel like there's, I have the rest of REM's catalog. That's the one album I don't have. Well, that's not true. Some of their later stuff I don't have, but all their earlier works I do. Um, but for me, for my money, Fall On Me is my favorite song, uh, Next to South Central Rain. And... Another track, uh, so R.E.M. is going to make another appearance later on this playlist, um, and that song, uh, I think that's probably my favorite. Well, Fall On Me is still number one, because that was the first R.E.M. song that I ever heard. I, I distinctly remember seeing the video, looking up at the TV. I was young uh, and was absolutely transfixed, so... 
Yeah, that's my REM. That's that's my spiel on REM. That that's that's how I see it. Um, after that, we played a song called "Everywhere I Go" by a band called The Call, and I love this track. Although I have to say, Spotify does this thing where they do like your year in review, like your I don't forget what they call it. They tell you all the music that you listen to and the genres and all that stuff. I'm not really a big fan of that. Like I know what I listen to. I don't need to like. Thank you, Spotify, but I don't need to like share it with everyone that I know. Like, if they want to know what I'm listening to, they can check out this this show, right? That's the whole point of this show. But um, the list itself, I think, is kind of bullshit because they are telling me that Everywhere I Go is my number one listened to song of 2021. And I know that's bullshit because my youngest daughter uh, hijacks my Spotify account and it's probably Dua Lipa. So it, I think my number one song on Spotify is, is a Dua Lipa track, which by the way, great fucking album, her last album that came out, uh, Future Nostalgia. If you don't have it, you definitely should get it or at least stream it and listen to it. Um, so back to The Call, right? So Michael Bean, lead singer, bass player of The Call, unfortunately passed away uh, years ago. Um, and what I didn't know and I learned was that his son is Robert Levon Keen, lead singer, guitar player of a really, another really awesome band called Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Do you like how my voice kind of got high there? Yeah. Um, where was I? Oh yes. Robert Levon Keen. So after his dad passed away, they staged a kind of a farewell concert and they had him, uh, the call had him fill in. Um, and do uh, vocals um, and bass uh, in place of his late father, which I thought was amazing. The album is actually available. You can stream it. Um, it's really, really great. Let's talk a little bit about Hand Habits, right? Um, I was uh, just got into this band probably about mm, maybe a year ago, less than a year ago. Uh, Hand Habits really is one person, Meg Duffy, uh, they actually are a pretty seasoned um, musician who's played with War on Drugs, Ways Blood, who also is great. Uh, back to War on Drugs, Confession Time again. I don't like them. So if you are a fan of War on Drugs, feel free to message me and, I don't know, make me a playlist or some shit like that. Try and change, change my mind, but you probably won't. There's only two bands that I really can't stand, uh, War on Drugs and um, Flaming Lips. So there's probably not much you can do to, to convince me otherwise. But um, uh, Meg's played with, uh, with them, Ways Blood, uh, who also is fantastic. And also Kevin Morby, um, who I, I, I dig his stuff. I, I do dig him. I dig his girlfriend more. And that's uh, um, Katie Crutchfield, a.k.a. Waxahachie. Uh, her album, St. Cloud, was my number one album last year. Um, and I got a chance... Yeah, I got a chance to see her live and I was a little disappointed. It was really boring. It was boring as fuck. And she was really high, I think, or the band was really high and the crowd was, look, I, I'm, I'm not a judgy guy, but this was about as hipster as you could get. Um, and it drove me insane. And I just really was distracted by the crowd and I couldn't really get into the show and it kind of disappointed me. But St. Cloud is still a phenomenal record. Um, you should definitely check it out. But Meg Duffy pretty much is Hand Habits. And I'm going to play you a track um, off their most recent record. Um, and the track is called Graves. Enjoy. Don't go down. 
Fire 
midnight refuse to my patience Whatever you do is gonna be wrong There's no time to interrupt the detonation Be good to me before you're gone When I met you I was fine with my nothing I grew with you and now I've changed What I've become is something I can't be without your loving Be good to me, it isn't a game Now let me see, it's you and me Forgive, good God How do you suppose that we'll survive? Come on, that's right, left, right Make lighter of the heavier Cause you and I will be like a couple of cosmonauts Except with way more gravity than when we started off Whoa, you and I will be like a couple of cosmonauts Except with way more gravity than when we started off is a heck of a long time between albums uh but it was definitely worth the wait that was fiona apple uh with cosmonauts off of 2020's fetch the bolt cutters right so she kind of took a you know uh leave of absence i guess her last album was um uh 2012 uh the idler wheel um you know the the crazy thing is she took an eight-year absence and rocketed right back to number one won two Grammy awards, you know, for, for somebody that doesn't like the spotlight, she, 
she sure has a way of, of finding her way back to it. Um, I love that record. I was not a big fan of the idler wheel. Um, but I, I loved, uh, fetch the bolt cutters. I felt like, you know, she was more percussive, um, than the work that she had done with John, with producer, John Bryan, who helmed my favorite uh, album of hers, which was when the pawn, that was her, her sophomore record. Right. So, Again, we, I mentioned earlier about my affinity for, for sophomore albums. Uh, that's definitely the case, you know, with Fiona Apple. Although uh, Extraordinary Machine, which came after that, uh, was equally as difficult to put together for her. Um, recorded it with John Bryan again, scrapped it, uh, recorded some stuff with um, Mark Elizondo, who worked with Dr. Dre, right? So brought more of a... Uh, uh, of a, a beat heavy, um, you know, angle to it. Um, but it, it, it fetch the bowl cutters is just an extraordinary album. And, you know, the, the landscape in 2020 was, was, there was a lot of, of great albums that year. And, and this was one that definitely rose, um, rose to the top of the heap for me. I think it came in as my number two record. Was that last year? Maybe it was the year before. No, that was last year. Um, Let's see. Okay. So I mentioned earlier uh, here in Dallas, there is a really, really cool uh, scene that's emerging with, with the local bands. Um, Red Zeppelin Records uh, currently houses uh, some of my favorite acts, including this next band called Abbreviations. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a four track run. This is actually my favorite run in the mix. Uh, so um, the track I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you from Abbreviations is off their, their debut record, ABBV. And it was released uh, released about a month ago. Again, as I mentioned on Red Zeppelin Records, um, you should definitely check out the bands, the other bands that they have on there. Um, we're actually releasing, well, I say we, the uh, cat's out of the bag. So I actually, uh, I work with, with the label. Uh, I do a lot of their marketing stuff. Um, and there's another uh, amazing artist, uh, God of Love, that's dropping his sophomore record. Here we go, sophomore album. Uh, Tonight at Midnight. Uh, God of Love, and the album's called Do Your Worst. But I'm going to play you a track called Wonder, um, and it's the closing song off of Abbreviations' album. I I love this band. Somebody, uh, I just read a review of the record, and they compared them to uh, a Southern version of New Pornographers. I don't know if I entirely agree <laughs> with that. Um, it, it, it was an interesting... Uh, comparison uh, we all kind of like laughed and, and scratched our heads and we're like I mean I guess that's cool I mean new pornographers are fucking awesome abbreviations are fucking awesome um, so I'm gonna go ahead and play you guys a track uh, called wonder if you are so inclined check them out on the socials on streaming or if you are a, uh, a vinyl junkie you can actually buy their um, their album, their LP. I actually saw that Best Buy was carrying it. Thank you to our, our distribution company. But um, I'm shamelessly plugging this band, but I will only shamelessly plug bands to you that rock. I will never steer you in the wrong direction. This is Wonder by Abbreviations. <laughs> Thank you. 
I just love that. Wasn't wasn't that run amazing? I mean, that uh, I could just listen to those four songs on a loop over and over again. Um, so we had "Wonder" uh, by uh, uh, McKinney, Texas's own. Well, not McKinney. I'd say Dallas, Texas's own abbreviations. And then we saved into uh, one of my favorite songs off of the Cure's album. Wish uh, was a track called "To Wish Impossible Things," and. Um, you know, I, I love that record so much. And I've recently gotten back into it. And I was, it was funny because I was actually talking with the lead singer of Abbreviations last night. And she did too. We, we kind of were talking about how we've gone back and rediscovered, um, you know, some of the more, I don't know, lesser known Cure, Cure tracks. Um, that album came on the heels of, of probably their biggest success, which was Disintegration. And it's very similar. A lot of the songs are in the same vein. I kind of look at it more like, whereas Disintegration, like if you think of the ocean, like Disintegration was deep at the bottom of the ocean. Wish actually kind of skirts along the surface, right? You got a little bit of sunlight coming through. 
Um, even the cover, like, you know, looks like a, a giant sand dollar to me anyway. Um, but I loved how those two songs kind of bled into each other, Wonder and then into Wish Impossible Things. And then, as I mentioned, um, you know, you we were going to hear uh, from R.E.M. again. Um, and one of my favorite songs of theirs, uh, a track called Find the River off of Automatic for the People, I think that was really their creative zenith. I mean, you've got, what a run. You've got Green um, into Out of Time, into Automatic for the People. And I I love how the band, you know, I talked a little bit earlier on in the episode about, you know, the story, right? The trajectory of, of all these, a lot of these bands I played tonight. You know, what, what a great story that R.E.M. is. Um, and then we sagged into Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. So as I mentioned earlier, this was actually a playlist that I put together with a friend of mine. Uh, and the name of the, the title of the playlist was called, it is called uh, Caught Up in Circles, which is obviously a reference to uh, Time After Time. And that, you know, Cindy Lauper put that record out. She had some help, uh, some songwriting help and actually production and singing by two gentlemen from this crazy little band called the Hooters. Um, terrible name for a band. They actually were, it, it's a, the Hooter is actually a, um, it's like a, a tiny keyboard that you blow into. Um, really dumb name, really great band. Uh, their debut album um, I loved, but uh, Rob Hyman and Eric Bazilian helped Cindy Lauper out on this album. And you can actually hear uh, Rob singing. Uh, he's the male uh, counterpart on that track. Um, so if you, uh, want to know a little bit more about the person that I put this playlist together with, her name is Mindy and you actually can check out, she's very talented and she started doing during the pandemic, um, making or replicating album covers, um, out of construction paper, like 12 by 12. Uh, you can check her out on, on Instagram. It's uh, deconstruction paper. I highly suggest you do. She gets a lot of, uh, comments from the bands that she creates, um, the album covers of it's really fantastic. Um, next to myself, she's probably got the best taste in music that I know. So, um, thank you, Mindy, for kind of helping me put this playlist together. It's been really fun. And I actually think I timed this well. Let's see. Oh no, I've got five minutes left. How much is it? How many minutes is this last track? Oh, I think I can do it. So I'm going to go ahead and um, and say thank you for listening to me tonight on uh, this is Black Shirt Mixtape on Electromagnetic Radio. As I mentioned earlier, you can always jump back to the website em-radio.com. Uh, our mix uh, cloud will have will house all of these shows. So myself. And any of the other DJs um, that you hear and you like, you can go back. The shows will be cataloged. I think I'm going to put these up on my link tree as well. If you go to my social media at Hey Jesse, that's Hey with five Y's underscore Jesse. Uh, you can click on my link tree. I'll probably condense these down a little bit and put them up on iTunes and Spotify and Audible and all that good stuff. But it's been a pleasure. Uh, I really enjoyed hanging out uh, with you guys for the last two hours. I'm going to close out um, with a track. I This was a last-minute addition for me. So uh, I, I initially was going to end the show with a track from Yeba, but I've been playing her on a lot of my episodes, so I decided to replace it with a band or a singer that I actually just came across today. This was um, 
again, the lead singer of abbreviations hit me to this uh, singer songwriter. Her name is Hannah. Uh, I'm probably going to butcher this last name. Hannah Jorgis. If I'm wrong, Hannah hit me up. Tell me how I need to pronounce your last name. But um, this is a track called Easy off of her um, most recent album. So again, this is Jesse on Black Shirt Mixtape, Electromagnetic Radio. Thank you for listening and remember to be kind to each other because it's free.
orientación. Vamos con la primera pregunta. Muy. Piedras renales, piedras en. Eh, bueno.